Are you a strong, independent woman who's passionate about her career? Then this podcast is perfect for you. Based on her book, The Career Woman's Secret Playbook, career coach Dr. Dawn Hamby shares the kind of insider secrets you can only know if you've hired, fired, and promoted employees over the past 30 years. Ladies, I'm on a mission to help busy women just like you create a career and life you love without sacrificing your work-life balance to get it. Come join me as we inspire and motivate each other only as women can and have lots of fun along the way. With Dr. Dawn's tools, strategies, and action steps, you can unleash your personal and professional power in a whole new way. Here's today's episode. Hello, ladies, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Career Woman's Secret Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn, CEO and founder of Dr. Dawn Shop Talk. And in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the career woman's secret weapon, sleep. That's right. You heard me right. Sleep is huge, ladies. It can really affect everything we do. And today, I'm going to share some easy ways that you can not only make sure that you're doing better on your sleep goals, but that the quality of your sleep is better as well. But first, if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you found this podcast. I'm convinced that it is going to help you on your journey to creating a career you absolutely love. So be sure to hit that plus sign because I do not want you to miss out on any future episodes. And by the way, did you know that I offer tons of products and services that can help you on your career journey? including a free cheat sheet to help you have a fantastic workday no matter what's going on. Just head on over to drdawnshoptalk.com for more details, and I'll be sure to put those links in the show notes below, and I'll also be sure to include the link to the book our podcast is based on. And if you would be so kind as to give me a five-star review if you find value in today's episode, that would be awesome. My ultimate goal is to build a community of amazing career women just like you. And getting those reviews can definitely help us do just that. All right, ladies, let's get back to that secret weapon we talked about earlier, sleep. Now, if you don't think sleep is that important because you know you are a busy career woman out there and it's really easy to spread ourselves so thin. We're so busy taking care of everyone else that sometimes our sleep definitely gets put on a back burner. But let me share a couple of fun facts with you that might help you start prioritizing your sleep a little more. In fact, here are just some of the wonderful benefits you can expect when you don't get enough sleep. And by the way, do you know that the recommended amount is still 8 to 10 hours? Although, according to the research out there, most of us are lucky if we even get six, six people. This is not good. This is basically a national crisis. All right, let's take a look at some of these, quote, benefits that you can expect in your workday. Number one, reduced focus and workplace productivity. Number two, higher risk of getting sick. Number three, impaired decision-making skills. Number four, more impulsive or risk-taking behavior. And last but not least, number five, on top of everything else, 
you're more emotional and irritable. Now, you guys, as ladies, as career women, we know we have to deal with people thinking we're so emotional anyway. So you definitely don't want to add to that by kind of disarming yourself for the workday. If you're feeling like this, there's just no way that you can tackle your workday with the kind of passion, with the kind of purpose that I know you've got. So we got to do better about making sure that sleep is a priority. Now, this is something I personally am always working on because I find it easy to fall short of this goal myself. So I promise you, ladies, the action steps I'm going to share with you right now can really help you. If it can make you go to bed like it does me, you're really going to see a benefit. Now, I've joked about this before, but I'm going to say it bears repeating. As you know, according to the beginning of this episode, my first name is Dawn, and that is not because I like to get up at dawn. I like to stay up till dawn. I'm definitely a night owl. I'm a reformed night owl, at least Monday through Friday, okay? So in other words, I love staying up late. I really do. So if I can go to bed early, I promise you, you can too. Now, let me share with you not only these tips and tricks, but I want to share with you a mindset change you might want to think about. I think that part of my problem really was that if I was having a good day, okay, now it's different if you're having a bad day. I definitely have those bad days too, believe me. And when I'm having a bad day, oh yeah, it's definitely easy to go to bed earlier. But if you're having a really good day, I had trouble unwinding because I was enjoying staying up late, maybe, you know, watching Netflix or watching one of my favorite shows or reading a really great book, some wonderful mystery, and I'm getting ready to find out who the murderer is, and I want to read the book all night, that kind of thing, right? Or maybe I'm out with friends or on the phone with someone I really care about, and we just talk for hours. All those kinds of things made it maybe understandable why I wanted to stay up late, but I really felt it. If not the next day, you can feel it even two days later if you don't get enough sleep, right? So here's something I started to do. I started to think about the end of my day differently. Instead of thinking of it at all as the end of the day, I started to think about it as the beginning of the new one. So think about that. If you're having a wonderful evening and you don't want the evening to end, don't think about it as the end of your day. Start thinking about it as the way you're starting your new day. See, and I'm all about a new day, not just because my name is Dawn and what that represents, right? But I love everything about a new beginning, right? A new start, something along those lines, right? That really resonates with me. So when I can think about The fact that going to bed a little bit earlier is going to start my new day off on the right foot, well, that's something I really can get behind. Okay, here's something else that I can really get behind. Giving myself enough time to get things done. So let's take the word sleep and let's change what that means. In other words, if you've heard other episodes, you know I love an acronym. I love putting together tips and tricks for you, things that can help you remember what you need to do in an easy-to-remember format. So that's what we're going to do with the word sleep. 
Each letter is going to represent something I need you to think about so you can start getting better quality sleep and more of it. So let's start with the letter S. S is now going to represent start your bedtime routine. In other words, I want you to start that routine earlier. You're going to start that bedtime routine at least 45 minutes before you want to go to sleep. Now, why 45 minutes? Well, if you can get it done in less time, that's great, but you want to give yourself at least 45 to 60 minutes because you want to get a bunch of things done the night before. More that you can do the night before is good. That's good, people. That's our goal. In other words, go ahead and make sure you have your outfit laid out the night before. Now, if you use my other tips and tricks, especially if you've got the book, you know I have this whole routine about what to do on Sunday to get you ready for the work week, okay? So check that out in the book if you're interested in that. I also have some videos on YouTube about that, okay? But you definitely want to make sure you've got your outfit. And I mean the whole thing. The shoes, the accessories, make sure you know you know what purse you're going to use if you change your purse, that kind of thing. You also want to make sure you know what you're doing about lunch. Now, if you enjoy eating out with the office or grabbing something to go, that's fine. That's great. But build that into your schedule. Otherwise, make sure you fix your lunch the night before. Have that ready to go in the front part of your refrigerator so you can just grab and go. And then also make sure you've checked your drop zone. If you don't have one, get one started. This is perfect. This helps you get out the door even faster. In other words, your drop zone is where you put everything the night before so you don't forget anything at all. Like, for example, my husband and I have a set of keys. We have one of those key hangers, and it also has a pocket to put the outgoing mail. It's got like a little kind of mini chalkboard so we can write on it and that kind of thing. Well, I always check to make sure my keys are hanging up right there the night before. And then if I brought my briefcase home, something like that, I'm going to have the briefcase there. I'm going to have everything I need right there in that drop zone. Now, here's another tip about your bedtime routine. Now, I'm going to get more specific about what that routine can be and to make sure it's a really exciting routine for yourself. But for now, make sure you're giving yourself that 45 minutes to also shower the night before. Now, some of you may love a shower in the morning, and if you do, then give yourself that extra time in the morning. I love that too. There is something about a hot shower first thing in the morning, but if you can think about showering the night before, especially if you need to wash your hair or something like that, it really helps. It definitely cuts out that time you need in the morning. So really consider that. Okay, now the L in sleep. I want you to think about lowering your thermostat. Now, if you tend to be a little cold-natured like me, my husband laughs at, at how I get ready for bed sometimes because I am, I'm so cold, okay? But let me tell you, all the research backs this up. The special number is 68. If you can lower your thermostat to 68 degrees, Ladies, if you can stand it, I promise you, this is going to increase the quality of your sleep. Now, you also need to make sure you're in a darkened room, you know, all those kinds of things. Now, there's some research that suggests that maybe a nightlight is not the best thing, but we'll talk about light in a minute. For now, the L in sleep is to lower that thermostat. So really think about lowering it to at least 68. We have it actually lowered to 66 degrees 
And we put the ceiling fan on, which is another reason I'm freezing at first, okay? (laughs) But just think about that. Lower your thermostat if you can stand it. Okay, the first E in sleep is end. I want you to end your day with a fabulous bedtime routine. Now, this is something that really works for me. I didn't really have a great bedtime routine. You know, I just kind of rushed around and got things ready for the night before, but I didn't really create a routine that I loved. Well, I've been working on that and you guys, I love it. Here's some of the things that I do. I discovered that I love ending my evening with something hot to drink. So I've got sleepy time tea, lots of different teas now, and I really enjoy it. Sometimes I go all out. I'll add just a little bit of cream, a little bit of honey to that. It's fabulous. And it just feels so good and cozy to have that tea right by your bed. I even got one of those hot plates so I can put my tea right there on my nightstand with the hot plate and just keep that warm and enjoy that tea. Now, while I'm sipping that tea, I read Yes, you heard it here first, a real book. No, not a book on my Kindle, not a book on the iPad. Why? Because I'm trying to make sure I don't have that light, that blue light, right? We need to make sure we're blocking some of that light that can activate our brain and keep us up. So that affects the quality of your sleep. So really consider an actual book. Now, here's something else I do. Instead of reading a book, maybe while I'm sipping that tea, I might do an activity I love. I've just started getting into those coloring books for adults. I love that. I love playing solitaire, not on the computer, not on my cell phone, the actual cards. It's so fun. I love it. I feel like a card shark the way I can now deal the cards, but it's really a fun activity. So really think about that. Now, in addition to your fabulous nighttime routine, you can create a checklist for yourself. You can make it fun and kind of check that off. You guys, one of my favorite moments this year was when my daughter, who's now married, living on her own, when she asked me, mom, would you create, like, I've got this written down on, you know, sort of this notepad, but would you create a checklist for me? Because I know you just create these really cute ones. I had the best time creating that for her. And it was like angels were singing when my own child asked me to create a checklist for her. I was so excited, you guys. I really was. So I prettied it up and designed it. She loves it. And again, if you could do something like that for yourself, it makes it fun to create that routine, something that, you know, you're really passionate about. Okay, the next E in sleep is to represent the word expect. And this is what I mean by that. I want you to expect to put your money where your sleep is. In other words, ladies, don't cheat yourself. You need to invest in some higher thread count sheets Same with your pillow, same with your mattress. There is lots of research out there to support this. I've experienced this myself when I finally thought, you know what, Dawn, you're worth it. You need to have a good quality, expensive pillow, mattress, thread count sheets need to be high, you know, at least eight, 900 thread count or more if you can do it. Listen, Go to Bed Bath & Beyond. They're not paying for this podcast. Just go to a store like that. Look for some sales. I promise you, you can get some great deals. 
really invest in that pillow, that mattress, the, the sheets, your comforter, those kinds of things. Really do that for yourself. Now, here's something else that can affect the quality of your sleep. Clutter. If your bedroom is cluttered right now, if you go to sleep to that and wake up to that, you guys, it really can affect the quality of your sleep. So declutter your bedroom. Make sure, even if you just have to move it temporarily, you just need to make sure that you don't have a bunch of clutter in the bedroom. That really can affect your sleep. Now, here's one more thing to consider in terms of putting your money where your sleep is. You might consider not putting a television in the bedroom. I know some people love to watch TV right up until they just conk out. I love that too. I really do. But consider, you know, resting a little bit on the couch before you go to bed. There is a lot of research that suggests watching TV right before you go to sleep activates the brain just like the cell phone and the iPad and the computer can. So what happens is it ends up taking you much longer to fall asleep. Have you ever noticed that sometimes as women, it takes us forever to fall asleep? We're thinking about what we have to do the next day. You know, our brains just start working and go into overtime. And then, you know, (laughs) I noticed that your husband uh, passes out just like that. You know, he's sleeping in five seconds and you're laying there, right? You close your eyes and the lamb starts screaming kind of thing. So you want to make sure that you do everything you can to invest in your sleep. And sometimes having the TV in the bedroom can really affect that because, you know, your brain just starts thinking about a bunch of things and it's hard to turn that off. Okay, the P in sleep, last but not least, is to prevent interruptions. Now, let me share with you something that's really helped me. Now, we already talked about the blue light, right? You want to make sure you don't have your cell phone by your bed. If you can help that, you might consider investing in a landline and letting your family know and only your family, your loved ones, you know, what that phone number is because, you know, you may need to have access to that phone. You know, I'm a caregiver. And so if something was to happen to my parents, people need to be able to reach me, right? So, and same with my daughter, our children. So, you know, you need to have maybe access to the phone, but it doesn't have to be your cell phone. The light from the cell phone or the dings that happen when you get a text message or an email if you forget to turn your phone off, that can really interrupt your sleep. And so can the light from that phone. But here's another thing that's really helped me. I discovered years ago that I am such a light sleeper. I really think it's from all those years that I was a single mom and I had to really be on alert because it was just me and my daughter for a long time. So I needed to make sure that I was, you know, alert to what was going on. Well, now I'm blessed to have my wonderful husband in my life. And so maybe I don't have to be as alert. So I'm taking advantage of that. And many years ago, I started to use earplugs. That really has helped me because my hearing is so good. Now, my vision's not great, but my hearing is so good that I could hear the ice maker you know, in the other room kind of thing. So you might consider earplugs. Again, no cell phone. If you can, if you can do that, you know, use an old fashioned alarm clock, whatever you need to do. And here's something else. If you're like me and you start having some great ideas at night, if you do some of your best thinking at night, but you want to turn your brain off so that you can go to sleep, consider having a notepad right there 
by your bed, right on the nightstand. And that way, if a great idea strikes you or you're afraid you're going to forget something for the next day, go ahead and write it down. It's easy, easy peasy. And then that way you're going to prevent yourself from increasing the likelihood of having more interruptions. So there you go, ladies. Let's look at that definition one more time of how we're going to now consider the word sleep. All right, so don't forget the essence sleep is to start your bedtime routine at least 45 minutes before you want to go to bed. The L in sleep is to lower that thermostat to 68 degrees if you can stand it. The E is to end your day with a fabulous bedtime routine, whatever that means to you. That second E in sleep is to expect to put your money where your sleep is. Ladies, you're worth it. Make sure you're investing in a great mattress and pillow and all those kinds of things. And then the P in sleep is to prevent interruptions. Do everything you can to make sure you do just that. Now, if you follow these tips in our new definition of the word sleep, you're not only going to be more productive at work, but you're going to have that extra pep in your step. And with that combination, your possibilities, ladies, can be endless. Now, before we wrap up today's episode, did you know that I have a YouTube channel that talks about all of these career secrets and more? Just head on over to Dr. Dawn's Shop Talk on YouTube and you can have immediate access to close to 70 videos that I've broken down into different playlists for you so you can find exactly what you need to help you on your career journey. Ladies, I look forward to you joining me for our next episode. And in the meantime, don't forget, if you're not having a terrific day, you have the power to make it one. I know our episode is over, but this is just the beginning. If you're ready to take action but don't know where to start, just head over to drdawnshoptalk.com for lots of free resources, ways to work together, and for even more. Subscribe to the Dr. Dawn Shop Talk YouTube channel. Remember, ladies, you don't have to take this journey alone. I've got you covered. Till next time.